0: Hello! Welcome to episode 35 of All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Libraries podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I am your host, Michelle Snyder.
1: And I am Jacob Maracle.
0: And we appreciate you tuning in today. You know, Jacob, I felt kind of bad that the last episode was about some of the greatest stars that had passed. It
1: that, was a bit of a downer. You know,
0: maybe it was a downer. So this week... Um, I thought I'd bring it way up, and I'd like to talk about how last weekend, my sweetest light of my life, my cat Dexter, died.
1: Oh, well, uh, I'm sorry about that, first of all. Yeah, so
0: I lied to everybody. It's just going to be sadness here. I have nothing but sadness in uh, my heart right now.
1: Another happy week here at All Booked Up.
0: Yeah, it was actually, it was super traumatic. He was a super rad cat. He had no teeth. He was great. He looked he looked like a little bat because he was all he's all black. He used no, to have fangs. No
1: teeth cat, huh? That's kind of that's interesting.
0: He looked like that that dragon. Did you ever see How to Train Your Dragon? I, I think did His actually. name was Toothless, wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah, it. it was actually. That's what my cat looks like. <laughs> it's oh. pretty. It's pretty close.
1: I hope you uh, cosplayed him as that one year. Just put some little wings on him and animal kind I wish
0: I had, but super bummer. I have other cats, but you know they're like cats. He was like special. <laughs>
1: oh well, he's a toothless little little cat he's walking little, around. He's so. a little
0: snuggle bunny. So anyway, I thought since I feel bad, I am very much a misery loves company person. Okay. So I thought let's just talk about sad things all day.
1: Awesome. That's I me. Mean, that's what I, I feel wake like that's, up. I that's, that's healing do for me. So. Th- just to get super depressed
0: and yeah, wake up early and talk about sad things. But it's not all sad things. So what it is, I thought we could talk about. Is films and books that focus on pets Okay But we all know That most <laughs> of those end up being super sad
1: Yeah, usually when there's a pet heavily involved in a plot It's yeah. not going to end up very well
0: I mean, I even cried at All Dogs Go to Heaven so. I think
1: a lot of people did, you know Remember, you can never he come really, back
0: He really changed his life
1: He did, he turned it <laughs> he around He really
0: turned it around
1: took, a, took on a lot, got himself a kid
0: So we actually
1: Drowned in a Louisiana swamp
0: is that how he went? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, how he died the second right. time, yeah. I just remember him at the sp- end as a Spoil- little ghost dog yeah. and he was like laying on her bed with his buddy. Yes, yeah, boiler alert for spoiler a twenty five year old movie. Older than that. But we aren't gonna actually do any cartoons. There are so many pet movies in that sense. If yeah. we were, I would just spend the whole time talking about the fox and the hound. It was oh, so moving sp- and beautiful.
1: Another uplifting tale there, the there fox and the all hound. All
0: tear jerkers.
1: Y- we couldn't even you couldn't even go to um the Secret Life of Pets? That's a fun movie. Or Zootopia?
0: Yeah, I mean, we could. Those That's weren't really pets. Those were just animals. Yeah. They were living in their own world. Yeah. Secret Life of Pets. But again. Do you think? Well, you know the cartoons.
1: Do you think humans were pets in uh, Zootopia?
0: Oh, I don't even really remember. I remember they kind of touched watched that on while it, but I, I don't remember. I was refabricating some chairs, so I really only caught bits wow. and pieces ha- of it.
1: <laughs> what a random combination of things <laughs> so there. Re... Oh, my God. You know,
0: So anyway, so I thought we'd talk about some of the best pet films um, and books, and that's it. We'll see what people think. We'll put everybody in a bad mood. Um, Okay, so the first one I have to start with is My Dog Skip, even though when I told my mom, I was like, oh, I think, you know, I'm really bummed about Dexter. I think for the next podcast show I'm going to do it on pets. And she's like, just whatever you do, don't do My Dog Skip. So I'm starting with My Dog Skip. Have you seen it?
1: Uh, no, actually, I haven't seen it.
0: Okay, so it's set in Mississippi in the late 40s, <laughs> and it's about this young boy, Willie Morris, who's played by Frankie Muniz.
1: Who I believe was conservatively 45 years old when he filmed this movie. <laughs>
0: Stop it. He was, like, killing it at the time. But he lives with his parents, and then when his only friend, he's kind of an outcast, goes off to war, he's like this older neighborhood boy, he's left alone, Um, His father lost a leg fighting in the Spanish Civil War, and so he's really, like, withdrawn. So his mother buys Willie a dog, um, this little Jack Russell Terrier, and his life is really transformed. Not only is, like, the dog a best friend to him, but through the dog, Willie ends up being able to make friends and really learn about life.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Sounds great and uplifting. It has really good characters. Um, And the period recreation that they do for, you know, Mississippi in the late 40s is really good. So the film itself looks really good. Um, It's cute and it's wholesome entertainment, but if you think for a minute that you are not going to cry your face right off, you are mistaken.
1: I have no doubt about that whatsoever. Like we said, a lot of these are probably not going to have very happy endings for it's, things.
0: It's sad in like a, in a different way than you even think. But, you know, it's a good movie. They're all good. You just have to prep yourself. You have to have ice cream ready. Um, probably don't watch these immediately after you lose a pet. It's not, yeah, <laughs> well. not going to feel good unless you're masochist like me. But My Dog Skip is definitely worth checking out. Was it's a, it a solid pet film.
1: Was that a book as well, or was it just a... No,
0: I do not believe it was a book. Oh.
1: Kind of sounds like it would have that kind of premise, to it. I pre- mean, a
0: lot of them do. The whole, like, Because of dixie that was, like, a really popular dog book. I mean, there's a ton of them, but...
1: Oh, okay. Cool. All right. You, se- you love that's something. You're setting the bar. You're setting the bar pretty high there, Michelle.
0: I set it as high for sadness as I can.
1: All right. You know what? I'm going to go... I'm going to stay on the happier front, I think, to start this out with. So I'm going to go with Dis- Bingo. Dislike. Did you ever see Bingo before? No. Okay. Bingo. So it is an adorable dog movie, which unlike some of my things, you know, I know for sure that we know, very active here at the library in circulation. Okay. Um, so it's the story. It's kind of a Homer bound ish kind of story, which I'm sure it's going to, we're going to talk about later. Yeah. Um, so basically a family is um, the dad is a kicker in the NFL. So they're all um, playing for the one city. And then all of a sudden he gets traded. So they have to, for some reason, drive across the country instead of flying. Sure. They don't don't really get into why they did that. Better film. (laughs) But then they kind of home alone their way into forgetting their dog. When they're going back...
0: Even though they're driving for so long, they don't realize we don't have a dog in the car with us?
1: Yes. They find out... At, oh, you know what it was? Because they were trying to like have it shipped. And oh, okay. And there was like some shenanigans with that.
0: Sure. So Shipping shenanigans. Sh- classic.
1: <laughs> wow, well, I'm not even going to try to say <laughs> that again. I don't, I don't think it's going to end well. So it's basically a story then that the dog gets out, and then he has to go find his family across the city, across it's the country. That sounds adorable. So it's one of those... Uh, you know road movies. So as the dog, you know, meets people along the way, they have their little vignette storylines with them.
0: Here, here's an important question for you that will dictate if I if I see this movie or not. At any point, does Bingo wear a bandana?
1: I think he wears a hat at certain points. I believe there might be a bandana involved too.
0: Okay, I accept this.
1: Um, but it's just kind of like a. It's a nice, fun children's movie. Okay. Uh, it never gets too serious, even though there is a murder and robbery plot line. <laughs> what? Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Th- it's it, a
0: murder in bingo.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a murder and then like um kind of <laughs> theft plot line going for the family at the third act.
0: Now I have to watch this movie and yeah. it's probably terrible. You're probably just misleading it's me. It's such a
1: fun movie. Well, uh, I, mean, I used to love it as a kid. So it's definitely one to go check out, especially if you're a dog fan. Okay. So I go a little lighter fare compared to what I'm sure is gonna <laughs> be horror down the Minus line.
0: Minus the brutal murders. Uh, besides <laughs> that though, it's great. Um okay, let's uh I'm pretty sure you specifically asked me not to bring up this movie, so here don't, I don't go. Don't do it, Michelle. I'm doing don't it. Don't do it. Marley and Me. Oh,
1: my God. See, I just got sad <laughs> so just thinking about it's it. It's
0: based on the book, Marley and Me, Life and Love with the World's Worst Dog by John Grogan. Um, so the book was really popular when it came out. It's really funny and kind of an unforgettable tribute to this wonderful, I'm going to say wildly neurotic lab say, dog. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say that's accurate. And like what he brought into their lives. So in the film, it's about newlyweds John and Jenny Grogan, who are played by Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston. So, you're, you know, you get a lot of, wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Um, and they leave behind snowy Michigan. They move to Florida, where they buy their first home, and they find jobs at competing newspapers, I think. And then afterwards, they adopt Marley who's just this adorable yellow lab pup that I'm pretty sure they got on discount for some reason.
1: Yeah, I don't remember why they got him on discount, but they did. Probably. But He
0: ends up just growing to be the most mischievous handful of a dog ever. And we know while he's destroying the furniture, um, failing obedience school, which is a pretty hilarious scene, he still somehow manages to bring out the best in, like, the two of them and their whole growing family. So it's... It's cute and it's funny and it's very touching.
1: Yeah. And then Apparently
0: it's it's really touching to Jacob. He's, oh. he's got like a stink face I'd, on that we're I defy about
1: anybody it. to watch the last 15, <laughs> 20 minutes of that movie. Like be able to see it clearly because you are going to be bawling your eyes out the entire time. Yeah. And not just because there's a lot of close-ups of Owen Wilson's nose. That is horrifying <laughs> enough <laughs> as it is. But, man. They're terrible. It's just such a sad, 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 well-made, very nice, r- You should movie. read the
0: book because you get, like, more information about the ridiculous things that Marley did. Like, they couldn't even fit it all in the movie. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I, I would have been. Actually. I feel like it would have been really difficult to love Marley, but I guess not like they managed. Like, you know? you're like, come
1: on, man. <laughs> like, you're killing me Like, just right stop for, now.
0: like, a second. Unlike my cat, Dexter, who was perfect. In what a...
1: Always. What an old fashioned job title that was, too. They're like two people working full time at newspapers. That's a bunch of words that don't seem to go together yeah, in 2018. Yeah, you
0: know, it's really true. Well, we'll just say one of them works at BuzzFeed now. <laughs> yeah, one of them, and the other. Well, the other can work for like, maybe like yeah, e the news. The or other or does something. freelance
1: calligraphy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. According, so to, according to HGTV, their house budget, $3 million. $3
0: million. Um, one of them's open, a busker. Yeah, I know. So o- Open concept. Uh, we're we're going astray. Give us another beautiful, touching animal flick.
1: All right. You know what? I am going to go with uh, Best in Show.
0: The oh, Christ- that's a solid choice. Yeah, with
1: Christopher Guest movie. That's a different uh, one. I like that. So I don't. I was a little iffy at first on the Christopher Guest style of humor, but uh-huh. I think this is one of the first ones that made me like evaluate. Like, hey, this is pretty good stuff right here
0: oh yeah it's great
1: so best in show for anybody who doesn't know is a story um it's a mockumentary so you know like this is spinal tap kind of thing hey it's another one of his movies so mm-hmm. basically it's the story of these numerous characters we'll say and they all have different dogs that they are entering into like the national dog uh, registering competition mm-hmm. to see who's going to be the you know best in show get the blue ribbon for the dog Needless to say, every one of the people that they're playing uh, has some kind of different little weird gimmick to them. They're all
0: just, like, crazy.
1: Just weird. I mean, the one dude... Oh, I didn't want to ruin the one joke that Eugene Levy is using in that movie, but, like, it's got, like, Eugene Levy in there, um... Christopher Guest, like we said, is uh, one of the guys. Michael McKeon's in there.
0: Okay, I was like, there's a bunch of people whose names I never know. Yeah,
1: it's like, you know them. You know they're by their faces. Yeah. But you just can't remember them.
0: That is good. I mean, they sometimes don't show the pets as much as I would like, but.
1: Yeah, but the pets are. It's
0: super funny, and it never gets depressing, which is a positive.
1: And it's one of those. The movie's pretty much all improvised, which usually can go one of two ways. It's either going to be really funny or it's going to be terrible. Like, it
0: works in best of shows, but though. best
1: of show, it for sure works. Um, I feel like they got like a lot. This is when they started getting a little more popular because they're kind of down for a while. But this is the one that brought them right back up to the top of the...
0: Yeah, and then he had a, some good follow-ups, too. Oh, yeah. So.
1: so go check it out. You know, go check out some pets and make sure that... You, no matter if you think you're being a crazy pet person, you're not as bad as these people. <laughs> so true. don't worry about it. It's not uh, as bad as you think.
0: Oh, Jane Lynch is really funny in that, too. Yes, she She is. just popped my head. Um, okay, so the next one is also a book that was turned into a film, and this is based on another true story. Uh, the book is called A Street Cat Named Bob. And how he saved my life by James Bowen. And I really okay. like this because going through all of these films that I've seen that are pet related, where are all the cat films?
1: You know, absolutely. Cats what I'm are saying. amazing. That's like my that's my pet right there.
0: Exactly. Like
1: why are we not doing why are we focusing on these dogs all the time?
0: I think Jacob that you and I, that's a screenplay we need to be working on.
1: What, just a, do- a cat movie? Yeah. I think we should. Yes. People are going to be like, they're just going to be jerks the whole time.
0: Yeah, cats are not jerks. That's a misconception. That's just like an internet meme. I don't yeah. support it.
1: They're jerks to you. <laughs> they're sweet to me. Yeah. So don't don't be bothering with that. You know?
0: Jacob is ready for fisticuffs. That's but right. the yeah. film, A Street C- Cat Named Bob, and the whole premise of it, is that street musician James Bowen, um, and again, this is a true story, he found an injured cat curled up in the hallway of his apartment building, Uh, This apartment, which he had also gotten by like a social worker because he um, was a recovering drug addict and he had like a lot of issues. So he ended up getting this place and then kind of immediately found this cat that really changed his life. So he's continuing to kind of live hand to mouth on the streets of London. He barely had enough money to feed himself. And like I said, he was a drug addict. Um, So like the last thing he needed was a pet. So he kind of tried to just be like, oh, it's a cat. But this cat like really started just following him around. Um, and then, you know, it really grew on him. And then he noticed the cat was really sick. So he ended up like taking care of it and nursing it back to health. Um, and then because of that, the two of them just bonded in this crazy way that it it really kind of ended up saving this guy's life. So There's a lot of videos of him. I mean, because he'll like walk around, the cat just sits on his shoulder everywhere Hmm. he goes. It's on a leash and like he'll busk, you know, around London. um, And the cat is just always there. And I think it's really helped him make more money. And the cat gives high fives to people. And Bob is just super awesome. And I was like, yes, this is like a perfect cat film. Yeah. Because that's how they are.
1: They are. Cats are weird. Not all cats.
0: I mean, they're all, like, different personalities. But I feel like it's the same with dogs. Some dogs are really loving. Some dogs are really crazy. But they always seem to fall into that one sort of loving, loyal category. Whereas people are like, oh cats are more independent or this and that. I'm like, whatever. My cats are in my lap like every night. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, just lovers. Like
1: they're just showing off when there's company. Don't pay attention to them at all yeah, what they're they're, they're, like they're, You say?
0: have to, you know, you do have to earn a little bit of the respect. They're not as much like a dog of, I love you. I just met you. Yeah.
1: Who are you? You're awesome. Hey, yeah. let's go throw <laughs> a ball around. What do you say?
0: And the cat just wants to make sure you're cool so yeah. that when they love you, it just feels better.
1: Yeah. You're like, Ugh, what do you want, man? Like <laughs> I was sleeping. You're in my spot. This is ridiculous. It's
0: tough to be a cat. So yeah, definitely you should you should check that out. And again, not enough cat films. You know
1: what? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna keep pushing the cat thing. I'm gonna oh, go. Oh, you have cat too. I do. I am gonna go with Keanu next. Did you see that <laughs> one?
0: <The laughs> you p- know, I never saw, but I wanted to. Oh,
1: the p- uh, Keanu Peel. Uh, first yeah. feature film with a kitten. With a kitten, <laughs> which is probably the most adorable cat it in the It looks really cinema.
0: cute. And I watched the trailer like four times just to see the kitten.
1: And it is worth it when you see it in the movie. Um, and then you on top of that, well you know what it is. So so it's uh you know, it stars uh Jordan Peele and Michael Keegan. Jordan Peele, the recent Academy Award winning Indeed. screenwriter for Get Out. Indeed. Uh so he plays as down on his luck um, guy who just got dumped by his girlfriend. So after surviving a drug and a drug hit, poor little Keanu's been wandering around the streets. Keanu's the cat, by the way. Okay. So he's <laughs> been figure. so after surviving this drug uh, drug theft.
0: What does that mean? How does a kitten survive a drug theft?
1: In very awesome, super slow motion, running away. Like
0: he's in a drug house and he runs away.
1: Yeah, like the drug oh, house okay. gets busted by these two hitmen. Okay, um,
0: and they happen to have a cat.
1: No, the you no, know, the guys who yeah live at the drug house okay. uh, have a cat. Great. And I just
0: wanted to make sure I really understood the plot of this very serious sounding movie.
1: No, this <laughs> it gets a lot more ridiculous than that. Trust <laughs> me. So then he basically you know runs out of there and then just ends up randomly at this dude's doorstep who you know is super depressed about his girlfriend dumping him and immediately. Just picks him up and, you know, loves him more than any other pet. So then after going to the movies one day, him and his buddy come home and they find that his house has been robbed. So now he basically is going on a quest to find who has... Because they stole Keanu. Yeah, because they stole his cat as well. So then he goes on a quest to find out what happened to his cat. And it is such a good comedy.
0: So it kind of sounds like the humorous exact same story of uh, John Wick.
1: Uh, a little bit, but yeah. But
0: without they, so much gruesome blood and endless murder? Well, you
1: would think so. But there's a lot of that There's a there? lot of gruesome <laughs> blood and murder in this movie. So they
0: just replaced a puppy with a kitten?
1: Yeah, okay. pretty much. Okay. And then, you know, yeah. he's basically going from um, area to area, and they just keep getting deeper and deeper into the criminal underworld right, throughout cool. Los Angeles or New York. It doesn't matter, one of the big cities. So they're just going around. Um, but have a bunch of different comedians are showing up. Method Man plays a big role in the movie. Um,
0: All right. Well, please. Louis
1: Guzman's in there.
0: Don't give away any more, Jacob. We got it. We're definitely gonna we're gonna check out Keanu. We'll I Get
1: yourself get yourself another comedy in there. Just remember, don't have the kids around when you're watching this one because <laughs> this is definitely a hard R movie for numerous numerous. Oh, reasons. it
0: just has more murder than bingo. Oh, well,
1: (laughs) I wouldn't say more murder, more graphic murder. (laughs) How
0: much murder is in Bingo? There's more than you think. I can't. Can we more? More than you would think. I don't understand (laughs) your choices. Okay, so this one we got an oldie but a goodie: Turner and Hooch. Oh, okay. I love Turner and Hooch. Um, My second favorite: Tom Hanks. That movie literally has, like, under 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, I think. What? It Get is, it's here. tore up. Yeah, so it's about Detective Scott Turner, who's played by Tom Hanks, brilliantly. And he's, like, a really uptight by-the-book police officer. And he ends up moving to, like, the big city to work. And then this uh, guy he knows, Amos Reed, he's a proprietor of a junkyard. But he ends up being murdered. And then Turner kind of inherits the guy's dog because they know the dog saw the crime and maybe it can be like a witness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're calling my movies ridiculous. And you, you just said the plot of Turner hey, and Hooch out loud. he
0: might be able to help solve the murder case. So Turner takes Hooch in even though he's not really equipped for a dog and especially a dog like Hooch who's kind of a dog like Marley um, and just like truly destroys his home and brings in all of the chaos of the world. <laughs> but it's so touching. So it's funny and touching yeah, of has murder but still family friendly murder. This movie though.
1: I'll tell you his his final scene there when he was giving his deposition to the court, riveting.
0: Truly. I was, truly. I was,
1: couldn't get my eyes off the screen I'm like that dog gets it.
0: That uh I mean, he's just really eloquent, but that movie had It went through so many changes. Like, I'm not sure what this movie started out as, but, like, Disney ended up taking it over. It had five screenwriters. There was two different directors ended up, like, just tearing it apart. So it turned out great for, I think, all the things that it went through.
1: Yeah, that's usually not a good sign. It's It's usually not not a good sign. Five screenwriters, two directors. Yeah, totally crazy. With an animal involved. But
0: we love Turner and Hooch. If there is some way you've lived this long in your life and haven't seen it, you know, you're, you're cutting yourself short. Go get it.
1: Be careful! Do not walk out of the thing with the uh, the Jim Belushi movie Canine instead, because oh my God, you will. That's not, terrible. Let's it, basically try to imagine Turner and Hooch with Jim Belushi. I got it, and you get an idea of just how bad that's going to be. I don't want it. Oh,
0: okay, what, what else oof. do you have for us? I
1: can't believe I even raised the specter of Jim Belushi on this show. <laughs> we don't need his stink coming around here.
0: Wow, learning so much about you. Mm-hmm.
1: Look, deep
0: seated Jim Belushi hate.
1: Look, there is there is an issue with a blue, when he was in a Blues Brothers and I was yelling, "We want John." He got very upset.
0: I don't. Let's <laughs> let's move on. Okay. okay, I'm too sad to deal with this conversation. So, what else do you have?
1: I'm gonna make things. I'm gonna take things up and be happy again. So, I've been watching Castle Rock on Hulu lately, uh, the new Stephen King TV show. Oh, okay. And it got me thinking with all the death and destruction on that show as well. A theme this week, it seems. Mm -hmm. That, man, Stephen King has done a bunch of pet-centric movies and books, hasn't he?
0: He has. I'm interested to see how you're bringing it up. So,
1: three particular... pet movies that we're going to talk about here. Uh, We're going to start with Cat's Eye, which is an anthology movie written Um, by Stephen King.
0: I loved Cat's
1: Eye. Great flick. So good. Um, But it's, you know, the story of this cat that's walking through the city, and as he observes life throughout, because cats are smart and they know when evil's about. Super smart. He's walking around, and he just kind of runs across random characters, and you get three horror tales all you know that are all pretty awesome. Ending with the one involving the cat as the central character, which that also that one
0: where that little like demon thing is trying to like suck that little girl's soul out.
1: It's Drew Barrymore, I believe. Oh
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah. I love that movie. So yeah, Cat's okay. Eye,
1: great horror, cool. like, cool.
0: super good pet one. What else?
1: Uh, Cujo, <laughs> there, another one. There it is. <laughs> Where's, yeah. What a touching pet oh, film. Yeah, so uh, Saint Bernard <laughs> gets rabies by getting bit by a bat and then proceeds to terrorize and eat, attack, and try to kill this entire town. Just Heartwarming, heartwarming tale
0: makes you want to get go out and get a dog today. You're
1: like, I need to get as big of a dog as possible. <laughs> yeah, you get one of those
0: like Russian um, lion hunting dogs. You ever see those? Or bear hunting dogs? Yeah,
1: those horrifying <laughs> <Yeah, huge laughs> like huge things are like wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is another great little Stephen King movie. Um, you know. A little bit on the violent side, so be oh, ready. Oh, sure, wouldn't know, have thought it. Yeah, you know, you know, I know the plot sounds like it's going to be a cuddly movie, but it's not.
0: Okay. And then third, our third one, of
1: course, Pet Cemetery being <laughs> yes. the other one.
0: <laughs> we care about pets so much, we even care about the dead ones. That's right. <laughs> <So> Got to bring <laughs> them back. Come back, okay. So,
1: so, Pet Cemetery, the story of a, a cemetery uh, that was a pet cemetery where if you bury pets, possib- possibly, em. possibly more. They come back, but they're a little bit changed. Another movie where a cat should have gotten an Academy Award for an act, for his acting job. There we go. Because just you know, he's the your, focus of evil in the entire movie.
0: Your opinion is always brilliant.
1: They're actually remaking Pet Cemetery, in oh. case you did not hear about that. I didn't. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but it was all right. So we'll see.
0: Okay, I'll, well, stop bringing it up because you know I'm going to bring it back down.
1: Also on Castle Rock, if that dude is not the clown, because they have the same guy who played the clown, is just playing some random dude on that show, I'll be very upset.
0: I don't know anything you're talking about, so same. Um okay, so next I'm going to bring up the movie Hachi: A Dog's Tale. Are you familiar?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, you really did bring it down again, didn't
0: you? I she? did. I this Okay. So the movie is based on this true story by the dog which is actually called um Hachiko. And I'm just going to kind of tell you what the story is because yeah. It happened in like nineteen twenty four. So spoiler alert, you should know.
1: Did it really happen? Wow, I didn't think it was that long. ago.
0: Oh, yeah, like I read about it when I lived in Japan because they actually they actually have a statue. We of get it. Hachiko. You're,
1: we get it. you're worldly. You <laughs> no, that's live it. in Japan. So
0: okay, so Hachiko's in Akita, um, and he was found um, so in Japan by Professor Hidesaburo Uino. And he worked at the Tokyo Imperial University. He found Hachiko and he brought him to live with him in Shibuya, which is in Tokyo. It's a great city name.
1: Shibuya, Shibuya? Shibuya.
0: It has like the coolest intersection you've ever seen of people crossing the street. It's like a 12 way. I'll show you a photo. <laughs> but anyway, Ueno would co- commute daily to work and Hachiko would leave the house to greet him at the end of the day at the Shibuya station. So he'd sit there and wait, and then the guy would you know, get off the train, and then they'd walk home together. And they continued this daily route um, until May 21st of 1925, when Ueno uh, didn't return because he suffered a cerebral hemorrhage while he was giving a lecture at school. So he died instantly. So he never returned to this train station, obviously, right. where uh, Hachiko waited. And each day, for the next nine years nine months and 15 days Hachiko came back and awaited his return appearing at precisely the same time that the guy used to get off the train
1: Ugh. Ugh.
0: I mean what the dog loved him so much it never understood this is the most heartbreaking story I've ever heard in my life so now it's horrifying. it's Shibuya station they have like this amazing statue of Hachiko because at first people were kind of like annoyed that they'd be getting off the train and there'd be this dog there. But as the years went on, they figured out this story and then people used to bring him food and water and kind of care for him. But it doesn't matter. Think about that. It's awful. I'm going to cry. Yeah. I'm going to cry right now.
1: So, oh, Start ugh, talking about something oh. else
0: because it's terrible. Um, we're running out of time, so let's just get, like, a couple more, and I'll, I'll yell a couple books, and yeah, then you, we'll wrap it up. Why
1: don't you yell your books? I don't got anything.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So um, I have a couple more films. But books-wise, I think a really cute one is called Dewey. Uh, it's the small-town library cat who touched the world by awesome. Vicki Myron. Yeah, it's really great. So... Like, this little cat, Dewey, his life starts. It's real rough. He's only a few weeks old, and it's the coldest night of the year, and he's literally stuffed into the returned book slot at the Spencer Public Library, which is awful, but he was found the next morning by the library director, who's Vic- Vicki Myron, and she was a single mother who had survived the loss of her family farm um, and, like, a lot of other, like, trauma in her life. So, like, this cat, he just really won her heart, and then he won the hearts of the staff, and... Um, he like pulled himself up, he was like hobbling around cause he had these little frostbitten feet. Like it was Aww. just like terrible, but he ended up living in the library and for the next 19 years he was there. Wow. He never like stopped charming people. So he was like, people would come to the library just to kind of see the cat and visit him. Um, and he seemed to really have a sixth sense about people that came in the library about who really needed him that day. And he would like hang out with that person. Um, yeah, it's really amazing. And his fame, like, really grew from town to town and state to state, and people would come from out of state to, like, see Dewey. So. You imagine
1: being the person that put him in there. He's like, that cat.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: I'd have known the talent.
0: And then there's a really interesting book called The Art of Racing in the Rain by Garth Stein, which is good because it's it's the only book it's through the point of view of the dog and it's kind of heart-wrenching but it's really funny and it's ultimately like an uplifting story of family love and loyalty Um, but it's kind of about the absurdities of human life as seen through the eyes of the dog. No. Oh,
1: okay. So it's interesting.
0: Yeah. And then I'm just going to keep talking because I'm rude. I do have to mention a, uh, a documentary real quick. But did you see Ketty? No,
1: but I wanted to. So
0: Ketty is awesome. So it is um, a documentary about the hundreds of thousands of cats that have roamed like the metropolis of Istanbul for thousands of years. And there are so many cats in this movie. And they're all beautiful. But they wander in and out of people's lives. Um And, you know, they impact them in all different ways. Kind of in a way I feel that only an animal that is like it's half wild and half tame can kind of do. like
1: Which pretty much all cats are.
0: Kind of, yeah. But it's funny because the cats end up really picking the person that they want to live with as opposed to like a person picking a cat. But it's really fascinating. It's really well done. And you get to look at adorable meowmers the whole time. And it feels really good.
1: Yeah. Like you name them like, hey, that's going to be Chairman Meow. Hey. Exactly. There's Douglas Furbanks. Just name it all your favorite cats.
0: My stepdaughter has a cat that she named the Great Catsby. So nice. also oh, fantastic. Puns. I know. Love them so much. All right, much. sadly we're out of time. Ugh. So always yeah. running out of time. It's true. So follow us on the stuff, um, iTunes, SoundCloud. iTunes,
1: SoundCloud, Stitcher. Leave a like, subscribe, tell I'll, your friends.
0: All those things. And I had to mention a couple of quick facts that I found about animals as I was looking. And we all know that dogs are smart, but they say that they are equally as smart as a two-year-old toddler. I'll buy that. Yeah, and that they say that that's why little kids and dogs get along so well, because they kind of speak like the same language, and that they, they understand roughly like the same amount of words or gestures, which is up to 250.
1: Oh, yeah, impressed. Your
0: dog is smarter than you give it credit for. Like, it should not be doing those terrible things. It knows when you say no, it legit understands. Um, and I think we also know that dogs can smell feelings. they really can so they can smell like perspiration when you're nervous or fearful and that's how you know they end up training dogs to detect diseases they know if they're pregnant totally wild stuff
1: I actually have a fact this week too. Man. Oh, let's hear it. So do- um, in terms of vocalization, dogs can make a little over 20, about 25 different distinct noises. Cats, on the other hand, can make over 500. Wow. So when people say they can talk to their cat, you really can because they can I heard it was over
0: 100. It's over 500? Mm-hmm.
1: They're very descriptive with their voices. You can find numerous videos of like cats sitting there like barking like dogs when nobody's yeah, around awesome. and stuff like that. So. See?
0: Look how special they are. Do you know what a group of cats is called
1: uh, A clowder. Very good! Ah, <laughs> I had to think about it. I'm like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, I know this one.
0: <gasps> yeah, so cats are awesome, even though a terrible time during the Spanish Inquisition, when Pope Innocent VIII, it's a solid name, but he condemned cats as evil, and then thousands of cats were burned, which is terrible. But unfortunately, the widespread killing of the cats led to the explosion of the rat population, and then there you had the uh, the exacerbation of the effects of the Black Death. There you go. It was totally because there were no cats.
1: Take that, dude.
0: Take that! All you people died. That's what you get. That's what you get for killing the cats. So, hey, thanks for letting me have this episode. I needed to kind of get it out. I'm still sad, but uh, uh,
1: happy to do it anytime. I'm Michelle.
0: gonna attach a picture to this episode of my sweet Dexter boy. So everybody gonna, can see. Gonna
1: be so cute. Yeah. He little picking.
0: face. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Um, let us know. what we'll movies made you cry the most.
1: (laughs) Alright, yeah. Bye.